0: A weekly podcast and amateur auditory guide hosted by nobodies and dedicated to the artists, dreamers, or anyone with the creative urge. Mm. I, mm, I am one of your nobodies, Kyle Stuke, and I am joined by my co-host, interrupter, and fellow Noah Bosley. How are you, boo? I am very good. If you had to rate how good you were on a scale of 1 to 17, what would you say? Twelve, damn boy,
1: nice. Because I'm I'm good in general, but my allergies are killing me.
0: But you got some allergies. Yes. Well, and so the, this isn't allergies, but I'm right there with you with some stuff being tough right mm. now because mm. tough stuff, tough stuff. In, Is our new segment? I'm um, at <laughs> tough stuff buff, buff tough stuff. A gym podcast. Rough. Rough. <laughs> Uh, fluff fl- thank you, you one <laughs> um I was at the dentist last week um is this
1: a bit are you doing it a- <laughs> no this isn't a bit this is a real
0: story oh. <laughs> so I was at the dentist um being a dentist and no um I was actually at the dentist and um mm-hmm. got numbed up and the next day realized that my tongue was still numb and was like Ooh. whoa that Um, has never happened before so called my dentist and was like hello sir Uh, what the heck why Mm. is my tongue still numb and basically he was like oh yeah there's i'm not too worried about it but uh, there's (laughs) nothing that we can also really do about it and yeah this may just be like this for the rest of time and i was like what (laughs) and i looked it up and this has happened to some people to where when they get uh, you know the injection sometimes the feeling never comes back to Whoa. certain areas and i was like what can you, it's pretty major why <laughs> d- just do we not talk about this yeah i've been numbed a lot of times and um and i would have gladly paid extra to like be put under or given laughing gas or something yeah to where you're not doing that and there's not the option of like hey you may never feel your tongue again <laughs> so it's still kind of numb oh no In my, like, right back side. And so it's a little hard to talk sometimes. So I'm a little worried and frustrated because it's also not like I can really sue because you sign a buttload of papers. Yeah. And you're not going to not sign them because you've got to go to dentist. (laughs) Yes. So it's been frustrating. Um, I love
1: that response, though. Like,
0: man, sorry.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's tough. That's tough, (laughs) man. That's too bad. That's tough,
0: buff, (laughs) rough, man. Um, so hopefully, some one one person online said that hers came back after two weeks, and I'm like, well, it's, that's, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, I'm a week and a, a week in a day now, yeah. so I, I get sad thinking mm. about it. Anyway, um, so you got your allergies, I it got is. my tongue stuff. Yeah. Um really quick uh this is a topic discussion episode. Uh we had two guests in a row, two interviews which was fun, but now mm-hmm. we're back just no and I loving each other and talking mm-hmm. about stuff. And this topic discussion is brought to you by you, our listeners. This was suggested by a listener. We'll get to her specifically in a second. But I just wanted to address some of the requests that were thrown our way. Something that we've re- repeatedly seen, Noah, is a desire for movie reviews or yes. specific reviews for ter- certain types of genres, yes. Marvel movies, comics, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, again, appreciate the suggestions. Appreciate the interaction. But just so that you guys know, that's not something that Noah and I are going to do. And it's not out of us thinking we're better than that. It's just there's a lot of that.
1: Yes, and we do it constantly <clears throat> off the show. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that's not what the podcast is about.
0: Yeah. And so I love talking movies. I love reviewing. And, again, I'm glad that, like, we can throw that in into our episodes. It's, like, you know, embedded within the the, the skeleton. But just to dedicate time um, to that solely, it's just it wouldn't feel original. There wouldn't mm-hmm. be that spark. And other people would do it better than what Noah and I yes. could do. So. Agreed. Uh, happy to give you some suggestions, and again, appreciate that you would want that from us. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's just we're not gonna. It's not gonna be a review show. No. Um, but thanks for interacting with us, and please mm-hmm. keep them coming. We yes. want to hear what you guys want, and obviously, as you're hearing now, we'll do what you say um, if it makes us happy. Mm-hmm. That's a rhyme. How slant rhyme? Yeah, um, Noah. Speaking of slant rhymes. No. Does this transition not work? <laughs> no. <laughs> would You, you say can't it? say
1: speaking of and then just talk about something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've learned my lesson. Anyway. Uh, speaking of Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of doing things incorrect. No. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Can you uh, talk to our listeners really quick, Noah, about our desire for of iTunes reviews? Yes,
1: please affirm us.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. um, Again, iTunes reviews are, um, or just ratings, if that's all you feel like doing, Mm -hmm. um, are are extremely helpful. um, Just for our own mental well being, it's nice to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice to know people are actively listening, but also. Really for, you know, just viewership and people checking out the show and seeing, oh, this has good reviews and I'll give it a listen. And Mm -hmm. they might not stick around, but at least they tried. And um, it's just it it helps the show a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you could also follow our Ominous Media page uh, on Instagram, that would be great. We try to post every day. Mm -hmm. And Kyle's been doing a great job at that. Um, And we – Respond to everything as far as I can tell. Uh, we try. Well, we try. At least if it's a question or or uh, or something. We like, don't
0: respond to uh, bullying. Oh, no. yeah. terrorists. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we don't. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, I want that to be known um,
0: <laughs> by the U.S. government. We don't
1: take threats idly. That's uh, right. Yeah. Um. No, but we, we love interacting with you, and, and Instagram is probably the best place for that. That's mm-hmm. where we're the most active, uh, and that's where uh, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Um, again, today's topic came as a result of that, and mm-hmm. so uh, we wouldn't have it if it weren't for people sending us stuff in. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: Cool. Um, and yeah, I'm just be curious, too. I think we're going to have a specific post asking for this, but just in with. The, For money, oh. yeah, pay pay us. Um, in in regards to like the reviews and engaging on Instagram and stuff, I'd be curious like how people listen to the show, when they listen to it, mm, yeah. um, if they listen to all of it. Uh, because again, the desire is to to get better and to kind of um, zero in on what you know you guys like about the show. Mm-hmm. And so if we can tway with the stuff that's no bueno, and we can um. Get, you know, buff. That's, I think, a theme of this episode is the word buff and tough and rough yes. and yeah. all that stuff. Um, we all that that's Yeah. Oh! I would drive. Uh, drive. See, again, this is the numb tone. Um, I would drop the microphone, but it's very expensive, so I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> Set it down really gently. Yeah. On a pillow. That's right. <laughs> but with that, with that yeah. still, I mean, I guess that is still it a have mic have the same oomph. But it's not, yeah, it's not as powerful. Yeah. So anyway... Um, I hope it doesn't get annoying keep hearing us asking for this but we just it's a desire to get better and to engage with you guys so yes. speaking of engaging with you guys let's get to what the topic is which is a tour of creativity and this is brought to you. My listener and friend of the show, friend of us, Hope Johnstone. Thank you so much for your suggestion, Hope. Number one fan. That's right. We love her. She's our favorite. Uh, we said it. And once we have some, some money, we're going to put her face on a T-shirt. We're not going to ask permission. And we're just going <laughs> to do it. Um, and she'll be thrilled. Yes. <laughs> and specifically, the, the thing that got me interested in this, uh, her comment was, again, in suggesting a topic was dig deeper into how different stages of your life developed your creativity. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. I never thought about um my creativity changing throughout Mm -hmm. the years um or what it first looked like what did a four-year-old kyle do what did a 10-year-old i can keep listing numbers i won't but you get the idea and so i thought that was very interesting so thank you hope i don't think i would have come up with that on my own Mm -hmm. um thinking of topics is a is a struggle for me sometimes i i get in this this uh Um, narrow focused mindset of like uh, objectivity and subjectivity. uh, right? And so I was like, oh, and so again, this is what's fun about our community is you guys helping me be better and do fun stuff. Well,
1: and then even if we do come up with topics, it's like, well, do people really want to listen to this? But when it's offered by someone who listens to the show, then it's like, well, at least one person does. We're going to
0: make one person happy. Yeah, let's run with it. And then we potentially ruin it by putting her face on a t-shirt that she did not approve. Right. Oh, well, we tried. Anyway, <laughs> Noah, would you like to um start us off? We kind of talked beforehand, game plan wise, so yes. uh, you know where we're going. I know where we're going. But do you want to take the reins? Oh. <laughs> that's like a seasoned horse. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> the old
1: gruff horse. He yes. doesn't. He doesn't haul anymore. But uh, he doesn't, do you mean the buff horse? He doesn't. No, I said gruff because that's a new one.
0: No, but I thought buff was
1: the, what was good. I know, but I'm re, I'm, I'm using a different rhyme.
0: Are we fighting? Or same.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'll start with this. Um, my very first love, as far as I can remember, um, and I've been, I've been drawing as, you know, since as early as I can remember, but my first love in terms of entertainment, I think was comics Mm. and, uh, which are huge in, uh, in Europe France and Belgium specifically, there's a huge market for it. Um, people love them, you know, grown ups, children, everyone, and uh, and uh, but all of Europe is just very rich in in comic book and graphic novels and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I remember it being such a big part of my childhood. Most of the books I owned were comic books, and they're they're a different format in Europe. They're usually a little shorter, and they're hardcover little bigger format
2: Hmm.
1: um and uh i I think part of the diversity and and just coolness of a lot of the 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 comic books in europe comes from the absence of uh superhero comics gotcha in that not that they don't get them but that that, that's not where they come from Mm -hmm. and i think europe their response was well more of a oh well that's an american thing we're going to make our own stuff. Yeah. Um and so i mean probably the closest thing we get to su- superhero comics is like the asterix books. I don't know if you ever I was read like those.
0: i don't even know what that but, is. But um
1: i'll i'll show you one time it's so good. Okay. Um but like tintin, do you know tintin? I know tintin. Ah so good. Um that's belgium but that's okay. Um and so Yeah, that was my my very first love was uh, was comics. Um, And there's less of a stigma there too about you know comic books being for younger people. Mm. Um, It's more of a universal medium. Um, But uh, I remember making comic books by uh, stapling sheets of paper together, nice, and then just drawing on them. And I would draw each page and while I was taking my notes on this I was like man I miss that phase of life where you could just make something to its completion just the way that you think it's made you know mm. like I was like well this is how they make books so I'll just make it like this yeah. <laughs> and
0: this is a finished book This is how they make books. <laughs> you know you didn't yeah. you weren't
1: ever worried about well I mean I got to find an editor and I got to yeah. find a, someone to publish and I got to send this out and then how oh, how are taxes gonna work and the sales and all that stuff? It's yeah. like, no, that's that's not part of it, you know. And you don't have to find a, a an artist or a designer or, or just you know, for different steps of the way. You're just like, no, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna write the story, I'm gonna do the drawings, I'm gonna find the paper around the house, I'm yeah. gonna staple it together, and it's gonna be a full book. Um and so that was kind of my uh I had a huge uh, manga phase and just like Japanese art and all that stuff. I was very big into that and Mm. and consumed a lot of it. And so I was making a lot of that type of art um, and that's what really got me into it. Mm. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm jelly because I didn't get to really read much comics, which I think is funny Mm. uh, considering now how much I love them. Yeah, And it wasn't because I wasn't allowed. It's just they weren't really – around in south america mm-hmm. you could get them but it wasn't super easy and so my first introduction like the only time i really could get them or know that i could get them is if like some action figures would come with a comic book behind them mm. as like an introduction to the character so yeah. you could like buy it like, i can i remember my sister bought me a figure of the human torch and so it had a <laughs> comic book about the human torch that's and cool. I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. But then it's like it sucks because that's all you get. You don't get to keep reading the story. So right. it's like what happened. Yeah. And I remember being in the States once um, and uh, going to a comic book shop. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'll have my pick. And, <laughs> but then we were like, you know, we didn't have much time. And so like you need to pick something that you want. And mm. I was like, oh. And I was like so stressed out because I was like, I don't know. And so I was like, well, obviously Spider Man, because I had been introduced to him just through comic or through action figures, but yep. I didn't really know much about him beyond like uh, the cartoon, which I watched in Spanish, <laughs> El Hombre de la rana.
1: <laughs> Is um, that what they call it? Yeah,
0: him? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and so I just picked one because it had um, him in the, his black suit, the, the symbiote, mm. symbiote. As uh, no. again, we, we're going to get all the different pronunciations yes. of it. Um, I can keep going, anyway. But uh, um, unfortunately, when I when I then opened it later, it was like a, it was it was kind of an explanation comic. So it's kind of oh. like here's Spider-Man's powers, mm. here's his villains. Wasn't a real like yeah. yeah. And so it was kind of cool because I l- got to learn some things about him, mm. like his rogues gallery and stuff. But I also already knew most like his power set. I was like, I know this, yeah and there yeah there was no story and i was like yeah. i had my one shot <laughs> and i messed it up so anyway that'd be that's cool that europe kind of has a different mindset yeah and ha- exposure to that
1: yeah um and actually I, w- I would love to get my hands on on some uh, of the french comics that i read growing up because you can't find them here but um and around that same time i uh also, really got into movies and making movies, and so I was pretty young. I don't remember how old I was. It's maybe like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my best friend and I would just pick a a theme for a movie,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: we'd go through phases of stuff that we enjoyed. Um, for a while, it was like anything like military, mm-hmm. and so we made a, a military movie. And then we were really into samurai. So we made a samurai movie. Yes. And we were really into uh, like survivalist stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we just went up into the caves in the mountain behind my house and then spent the night there and then like recorded stuff. and
0: (laughs) Make like a Blair Witch. (laughs) Yeah, it kind (laughs) of
1: was. In the middle of the night, uh, we woke up because there was uh, some like grunting around Mm. the cave. And we were like... Hmm. All we had were like BB guns and stuff. <laughs> and so we just like posted up with our BB guns in our sleeping bags and just waited for the grunting to be done. And then we we asked some adults about it later on. They were like, oh, it's probably like a wild boar or a deer kind of make a weird noise like that too. And so mm. anyway, it was, it was really fun. But we always – pick a different topic but different theme um we try to keep it varied Mm -hmm. and we just find my parents you know digital camera and we'd go around film ourselves and then i put the you know video files on my computer and edit them together and we'd have a completed movie nice um we even made like a uh bmx bike movie Mm. um it's called Bikes and Rides. Ooh, Bikes and Rides. <laughs> There's a DVD somewhere that Ooh, exists of it. Yes. I don't know where it is, but um, there was a cover for it. And again, like this was the thing that you do when you're a kid is you you just make something all the way to the end. And then you have the whole thing. You don't worry about, you know, distribution. Mm-hmm. What well, <laughs> people are going to think. Bikes and Rides. Got to reach <laughs> that wide audience. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't worry about what other you don't make it for other people. Like Mm -hmm. I never planned on anyone else watching this stuff. Yeah, but I made it all the way anyway. Um, And I I kind of like try to tap into that that childhood bliss of that kind of stuff is just doing something because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, we we've talked about this so many times. Where like if you don't don't enjoy doing something, it's going to show in the results. Yeah, and. Um, it showed, you know, like the, the stuff was awful. It was really bad, but you could tell we had a lot of fun doing Mm -hmm. it. Um, man, there, there's not much that I wouldn't give to get my hands on some of that footage from, from back in the day. Um, but yeah, I think that was my, my first kind of brush with, uh, with filmmaking and what, what got me really into it. Mm.
0: I, uh, if we ever get our YouTube channel launched someday, yeah. (laughs) It would be fun to have us react to our old videos. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, just cringe at each other. So, <laughs> um, I thought I thought the story with the cave was going to go different. I thought the grunting was going to be like you had found like a sexy cave. Like it was like a hookup spot oh, no. for people. And I was like this. Like so you like shoot two lo- lovers lo- with your lo- BB lovers guns. Lovers lane but in the ca- yeah. <laughs> lover's cave. So that you hear the grunting and you're like, ah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, my gosh. There's a kid with BB guns in our hookup Someone spot. Someone shot me in
1: the butt.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's I'm really glad funny. the story didn't go there. So we yes. weren't scarred as children, but I um, shouldn't have
1: finished it and let you have that. Cause yeah,
0: That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Um, no, that's awesome. I, uh, it's funny. Cause I, I also obviously, um we've talked about me like making videos and stuff before. But I started out more with drawing, which is really funny, considering how bad I am at drawing. <laughs> I did not know this. Um, <laughs> but i i would I would draw a lot. and I think like I think I honestly was good in the sense of like what a child was capable of. Like mm. I would do it a lot and I would be very creative. Um, with my cast of characters and what I would draw. And so I think back in that time, Mm -hmm. people were not impressed in the sense of, oh, he's going somewhere. But like this kid's very creative. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's he's artistic. And it's even funny. I remember I was in kindergarten and the teacher, I don't know what she was talking about, but she was, I think she was talking about hobbies or our skills and stuff. And she's like, and for example, like, Kyle might like to draw in his spare time. Mm-hmm. And then she finished her sentence and I rose, I, I uh, raised my hand. And she was like, Yes, Kyle's like, It's really funny and weird that you said that I like to draw as an example because I actually do like to draw. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I know. Your mom told me. And I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Stupid
1: kid. <laughs> uh, but, um, She's probably like dying a little bit inside. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. God, this kid, he's not going to make it past this
0: grade. I'm going to be stuck with him. But uh, I, I really liked to draw as a kid. And it's, I remember distinctly um, my first like moment of being creative and like having an idea and it like leading to dopamine mm, and it being the only yeah. thing I wanted to do is I, I was at the beach with my family and and we're having like a vacation, and all of a sudden, I like had an idea for a character in my head, mm. and like a superhero. And I was like, oh, and I was like thinking of his superpowers, and like you know, just picturing him in action. And I was like, man, I can't wait to 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 draw this guy. And I remember my dad being like, hey, like are you are you sad that we're going home tomorrow, like to the beach, or you know, leaving the beach and stuff? And I was like, no, I'm kind of ready to get out of here. I need, I got a guy in my head I want to draw. <laughs> He was just like, "Oh, uh, okay," but I was like, "I think it, it's a, a glimpse into what would become later my work workaholism." Uh, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I gotta get out of this I gotta, beach. I gotta, I gotta, work I gotta, to gotta do. stop enjoying myself. I gotta, I gotta draw, man. I gotta work." That's oh, 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 go ahead, no. go ahead. Oh, okay, oh. Oh, we're so cute. There you go. Oh, okay, I will. Yeah. Um, I did the well, same thing as you. Say- Shut up. <laughs> I uh, I, I also made little books. Now that I think about mm. it. And but I didn't do that. I think even then I was like, uh, panels. I'm just gonna use a whole page. <laughs> and so um, and I would steal other people's characters and yes. then just like write stories about them. So and it's funny because I was not really a Nintendo kid. Mm. Um, but I saw I saw it would play as Link in Super Smash Bros. So I just thought Link was the coolest. Yes. Um, and so I'd like wrote a story about Link and Mm. um he was like hitting people with his boomerang Uh and then also like there's this video game called tie the tasmanian tiger i don't know if you ever played Mm -hmm. it but he also had boomerangs so he 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 was there too um and i don't think i ever ended up finishing it but and I, i also think it was just they weren't drawn very well, but it yeah. was. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna make a book. Like I, I totally understand what you're saying. It was uh-huh. Just like I'm gonna make a book. Yeah. It's Like I got paper. I got my my pencils, my pens. I got my stapler. Boom. Yeah. Penguin books. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Another person's character. But that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really reminds me of um, when a lot of people ask me, "Oh, when did you start to draw?" Or you know, what got you into drawing? Um, I usually say that everyone draws when they're a kid. And it's really funny that that's such a universal thing. And I'm sure it has something to some do with, you know, just cognitive stuff, uh, child development and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was like, ev- everyone draws when they're a kid. Just some people, st- most people stop eventually. Yeah. Um, I just didn't. And a lot of artists started when they were, you know, very young and then didn't stop drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, that's kind of funny to hear. And it's, and especially because um, you can have like, you can develop skill in that way, but you know, you still got to have a good imagination and be creative and stuff like that. So I, I would be curious to see what you're what you would be drawing now if you'd kept up with it. Um, yeah, I don't and, <laughs> <laughs> I'd also be a little bit scared, but
0: yes, okay. <laughs> it would be acquired taste. And Cause would, I know what you write now and I don't want to uh, see that. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll be, that'll be part of this discussion is, uh, how, how Kyle changed from a, a pure little boy. To, yes. Uh, <laughs> and how you make me draw the things that you write and you I don't want to. Things. It's scary. <laughs> it's so scary and sad. Um, but getting to joining you in the like making movies and stuff my um my my family like since I can remember had like a video camera mm-hmm. and I think a is just because my my mom enjoyed like filming us doing stuff uh, but also we would make like these these videos to where when we would go on furlough in the United States um, we would show churches it was like a quick way of being like here's what the Stooks are about yeah and so I Again, this was what was fun about doing this episode, so thank you again, Hope. But I was like, oh, I forgot about those. And now it's like I I never thought about it. I was like, oh, my mom and dad were very creative with how they did them because they would like – it was kind of like a television show. It would be like – like this epic music and then you introduce the family. So it's like Bob <laughs> and like they're doing something and then they have their like close-up where they look at the camera and like cheesily <laughs> smile and it has their name. I love it. Um, and so it was cool like to show people like this family and their, them doing stuff like mm. in the jungle mm. and like to get to know and them a little bit. And so then my mom and dad would like narrate what they were working on, you know, wherever they were. And then, like, what each kid was kind of up to, and what their interests and stuff were. And so, I, as we, I got older, I had I started to have more input of, like, well, I want to be doing this, mm-hmm. and I think I should say this. And um, anyway, all to say, I grew up around a camera, and so learned to eventually edit from my mom because we finally got like one of those newer Macs that kind of uh-huh. had that the the bit like the. What's the, like the sphere, the bottom sphere kind of, what are those called? I don't
1: remember what they're called, but they have like the, the kind of half, uh, Sphere, yeah, like the dome, mm-hmm. the white dome, and then it has like that chrome
0: exactly Uh
1: stand that comes out of it, and then the the monitor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was that was the first iMac, right? Like it was. I'm
0: trying to remember if that one was first or the. Oh no! It the was the big, blue, the big, yeah, the translucent.
1: Yeah, like, thank you. It was yeah. Like what's with, the word translucent with, with the handle on top? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Again, fun memories, but that was like, like the that was like spaceman technology to Mm -hmm. me. I was like,
2: whoa, and
0: like iMovie. And so, anyway, she would do those videos. And so, I think I just started watching her. Um, and she would teach me how to, you know, cut clips and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And then my brother learned from her as well. And so, he started making his own movies. And so, I would like act in them and do stuff. And then, eventually, kind of like once he left. And even when he was around, I kind of made my own stuff. But it was just being around the camera and then making dumb skits and then that turning into it's just a skit. It's not for people to give us money when we go to the Uh States. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I should have tried to, you know, they'll probably take money away
1: if they see. (laughs) that.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, One that I want to introduce you to. Um, hopefully, and, and I know we have it. Ooh. Is I had a trilogy, and it was Attack of the Beanie Babies. Oh my god! And so the first one, and I think we we really we really got the scope better with each film. Was the first one was just all me and mm-hmm. one angle. Yeah, and it was in my well. You didn't have a budget at the that's time. Right. It was yeah. small time, you know. Like, yeah, no one knew the name Kyle Stu, but they did <laughs> buy the second movie. But it was really you know below ground indie filmmaking. Yeah,
1: you got all your funding after the first
0: one was so yeah.
1: successful. That's
0: right but it was just it was me as like a mad scientist who develops this beanie baby technology and then basically it's like a frankenstein they come alive they come alive Uh, and it murders me Uh, and then i play another character which is not clear (laughs) (laughs) and then he like gets in a fist fight that takes place mostly off screen because i forgot where the camera was and was wrestling with the beanie baby (laughs) you just hear grunting uh, Grunting is also a theme of this episode. Mm. But uh, the second one, which was deemed by audience members to be the best one, <laughs> uh, was my sister and my brother. And again, the theme of playing different characters, you know, mm. um, transferred over. But that one was really funny because it just was so, it was so over the top. Yeah. And uh, like, not, it wasn't gory at all. But when I think about it now, I'm like, these beanie babies are like strangling people, mm. like they're letting them have it. Uh-huh. And in the cla- a classic scene, still talk to. You, to this day mm. is I'm wearing a tank top and there's a light on a tied up beanie baby because I'm a detective and uh-huh. I'm screaming at the, the beanie baby, where are the others? You freak of nature. My, but my partner doesn't believe me that this beanie baby are murderers because uh-huh. he's like, This is ridiculous. The baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, it gets free and it kills some people and it's crazy. But um, so yeah, I want you and you and I need to have a screening party oh my gosh. of our films. Yes,
1: please. Soon decided. So
0: did you did you stop um making films like definitively at some point or did it just kind of like trickle yeah, off?
1: Yeah. Um I'm tr- so this was mostly all done in in 6th grade um and then uh 7th and 8th I was homeschooled. Mm. Um which is a polite way of saying I didn't do anything for 2 <laughs> years. Uh and uh and then i think it was during that time where it kind of uh faded off and then we we grew up and then by you know uh ninth grade we were still really good friends but it wasn't like we just had different ways of hanging out um that sounds weird <laughs> yeah i was like i don't know i don't know what we that fell means. in love. <laughs> um oh, okay no we uh yeah it was just different and then it just kind of phased out but um during that time, and from you know editing the movies and all that stuff, it was also when I started doing my artwork on computers. Okay. Um. So you know, similar paint. thing. Got got introduced to computers. Um. Yeah, I did paint for a while. That's all I had. Um. Hmm. But um. Yeah. I I fully credit my parents for being where I am today in terms of artwork, just because um they let me spend hours on end just doing stuff in my room and, and like drawing and and making all these things. And, uh, um, as much as they told me to, you know, spend time outside cause they were good parents. Uh, they, they didn't crack down too hard on that. And, uh, I, um, uh, for, you know, pretty early on, I ended up having my own computer in my room, which is the dream, oh, boy. Um, especially around that time there, and, uh, you know, we didn't, have any money and, and computers weren't nearly as common as they are now. And so it was just really cool. And I got to just tinker around and, um, I, I, I got all my skills just from starting then. And mm. so, uh, uh, just doing all the, this artwork on the computer and odd stuff and ended up morphing into graphic design eventually, mm. um, which I ended up finding out was a bit more of a marketable skill, at least at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it wasn't as, as commonly done as it is today, but uh, and so this led to me. So during my homeschooling time, which was uh seventh and eighth grade, I went on a, <laughs> I'm going to do air quotes for this on an internship Um with mm-hmm. my uncle, <laughs> um, it was just something that I, I um, just give me work experience while I was homeschooled, I guess. Yeah. But, um, and so he also lived in the south of France at the time and uh, spent, I think, two weeks um, at my aunt and uncle's house. And he is an unbelievable painter and artist, mm. um, but he does graphic design professionally. He's also very good at that. And uh, so I learned a lot of graphic design from, from him. And then uh, I realized, Hey, you can make money from this. Um, and so I was like, all right, this is, I think this is what I want to do. So by the time I you know, went to high school, I was like, okay, I'll probably just ended up, end up doing graphic design for a living. Dang, yeah. Um, and so I was doing a lot of that on the side and still doing some artwork, but not as much. And uh High school is when, and I think you might uh, relate to this as well, but is when I had a weird amount of time to watch movies. (laughs) And so I did that all the time, just late nights. I would, I would come home from school and then go to my room and then watch a few movies back to back until I was too tired and Mm. then, um, go to sleep. And, uh, eventually, uh, by the time senior year came around and I had to decide what I wanted to do when I went to college, I was like, I think I want to make movies. And uh, mm. so it was kind of a funny way to circle back yeah. to like, you know what? I remember loving this. I think I want to do this, you know, professionally. And um, and so that was kind of uh, how I ended up in Northwest Arkansas. I was just like, well, JBU has a uh, a cinema program that seems pretty decent. I have some friends going here. Let's do it. Mm. I'll
0: mm-hmm. forever be indebted to cinema gifting me you. <sighs> <Yes>.
1: oh, <laughs>
0: oh, cinema. Um, did you, and this is just me being curious, did your idea of what cinema was, was it like abstract or did you understand the different positions and even careers that exist within it? Like, because... Uh, just to again give you context like for me it's kind of like that was a wake-up call and i'll talk about that later Mm. when i'm going about myself i remember this but it was just like filmmaking like i want to make movies and so some people i think realize well i want to film or i want to edit or i want to act or i want to direct you know there's so many different positions within film but it's like for i feel like for some people it's just like Movies, yes. I want to make movies, and when you jump in, you're like, Oh, there's so much, yes. Um, yes,
1: <laughs> to everything. <laughs> all right, anyway, moving was, on. It, I, I had some understanding um, of all the positions, but my idea of what I was gonna do was just filling all of them, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like I knew that it took you know a, a director of photography, a director, director, uh, actors, and and the writer and screenwriter and you know ad all these things. Best boy. Um, yes. Um, and then obviously there was like all the little minutiae and all the smaller roles and odd stuff that add up that that mm-hmm. I didn't think about, but I assumed were there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, when when you go into it, it's like, well, I'm going to make movies, so I'm I'm just picturing myself holding the camera, telling people what to do. Yeah. And then. Sitting on my computer once the movie is done, putting it together and seeing it finished. and Yeah. Like, this is a film. Yeah. Um, but really, once you get into it, you're like, oh, I have to pick one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the thing that gives me the most control over what happens? Director. Oh, good. That's what everyone wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it it was a bit of a wake-up call in that sense. Like I had some idea of what everything entailed, but also I didn't realize I had to narrow it down as much as I did.
0: Mm, okay, but, yeah. okay. Yes. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to go backwards in my timeline. Good, um, good.
1: I, I jumped ahead a little bit, so.
0: Hey, um, don't worry about it. We're we're both just going through our own things, so yes. there's no need for any sort of form beyond your own. Um, but I think – Again, just in capturing the distinction of how things changed um for me, I think a lot of my early creativity was all based around like goofiness and comedy. Mm. uh we talked a little bit about that beforehand, but um, in thinking about the books, something I remembered is we even in class we had um like we had to make a book and I yeah. heard, like and and they would like make you your own hardcover. And like there, you could in like put it into like a contest and you get different oh, prizes cool. and stuff. And yeah. so I remember, I remember a lot of my, my early humor was just kind of that a little bit irreverent, just kind of like sassy, mm-hmm. but again, in like a very, in, in a, uh, you know, um conservative missionary style. Uh-huh. And so like early on, like I remember in my books, my my characters sometimes would like fight with the narrator. Mm. So it'd be that kind of like the narrator's like so many, so, so and the character's like, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> and the narrator's like, I'm the narrator. What's wrong with you? He's like, well I can do what I want. And
1: all the characters were Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I mean <laughs> I am the narrator. <laughs> um but then the, in the moment, I cringed thinking back on both for myself and for the teacher who affirmed it was like, I remember writing a story about like a lizard, basically the Geico lizard yes. slash gecko. Um And he's in New York City because I love New York City. Mm. And, and only because of spider Right.
1: <laughs> I was going to say.
0: <laughs> when I went to New York City, I was like, this place is dirty. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but he—I don't even know what he's trying to do. But he has like a a, there's like a I think a bird or a crab that's his like arch nemesis, and he's trying to do something. I remember, but there's a point where at the beginning of the book, he like gets down on his knees and he prays, (laughs) (laughs) and it was just the most like preaching to the choir moment. Uh, Like I knew I was like this will make people happy if my character (laughs) prays at the beginning. Hopefully, (laughs) we'll get that award. You know, (laughs) so he's just like this lizard's just like, hey God. I pray for a good, safe day. Oh my God. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the teacher like when, like when she gave it back, there was like a like a nice moment or like oh, really? like a thumbs up sticker or something. And I was like, girl, like that's that's uh, you, you gotta like w- you, just because I have that doesn't mean I should get a sticker. Uh huh. <laughs> it needs to be a little bit more creativity than just uh, like that's all I had to do. Yeah. And then Jesus came, and we were all happy. Um, Anyway, um, so obviously, again, with the uh, furlough videos and like the family videos, they were all goofy. You know, there was one movie we made called Little Golfer Boy. Basically, I was a golfer, and then one day a man murdered my hermit crabs, and then uh, we fought. (laughs) That was that was the story. Yes, Um, mimicking not only. content in movies itself but also my brother which again he did too it's kind of funny to think about how our like past paralleled Mm -hmm. a little bit too or at least i was behind him is he he made a sequel to braveheart (laughs) so he called it bravehearts and it was about oh i thought brave harder (laughs) (laughs) brave harder vengeance um but uh, it was about, like, William Wallace's sons, and they, like, track down, like, all his body parts that have been separated. And oh they, my like, gosh. put them in a grave together and then start a new revolution that's yes. basically just Braveheart again. <laughs> I love it. But uh, so I saw that, and I was like, oh, you can make sequels to movies you love? And so I made Three Amigos 2 <laughs> with my friends, and uh, it was basically just – the three amigos try to go to America—or I guess they're like touring, and then somehow their flight gets changed to where they end up in Ecuador. Because so I was like, I got Ecuador. I can use Ecuador. <laughs> That's the gag. They're in Ecuador. Uh-huh. Um, And then a crazy madman starts stalking them and steals their luggage, and then they fight. Again, a lot of things just ended with, with combat. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway— Anyway, to say there was a – there was kind of, I think, a transition of – and I did, like, a zombie movie, which, again, is, like, I think my only, like, complete short film, which, again, mm-hmm. you and I need to watch. I think it will be yes. fun. But um, when I moved to the States, um, I think that was a shift just because it was a hard time for me. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, as you get older, you get exposed to more things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, the realities of life and such. And so I I, I kind of noticed in reflecting, I was like, oh – what I was interested in changed from, like, comedy to kind of, like, post-apocalyptic and, like, crime and, like, yeah. hard dramas. Mm-hmm. And so I, myself, because I was under that missionary kid blanket in a conservative, you know, community, yeah. wasn't willing to go too far with it. Yeah. Um, but – uh still started doing more of those stories, mm. uh, filming that kind of stuff. I even remember being like, okay, well, this is this my own post-apocalyptic script. And I have a girl and she's, you know, uh, she's been kidnapped by, you know, bandits and stuff. But, like, I don't want there to be anything icky implied about that. right? But I was also like, oh, but, I mean... <sighs> What, what do you this like, is what would happen that's that's yeah. like what this world would be and you see yeah. it all the time in those movies it's unfortunate that i mean everyone just goes crazy and post apocalyptic but i'm ever being like that can't ever be a thing that i ever 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 would consider talking about or doing and so mm. having to write a very specific reason for why like no one's like touching each other in the apocalypse <laughs> um but there there was that shift um for me kind of of just because, like, missing friends, I think, and getting older, you know, you have your angsty mm. teenage years and mm-hmm. stuff, and so. Anyway, that was, and I, I comedy has stayed with me throughout. I love it. I grew up with watching Steve Martin mm-hmm. and you know Seinfeld, as you uh, as we talked about, yeah. just in me doing bad impressions of Jerry. But <laughs> you um, did pretty good, Jerry. Hey, thanks, man. Um. But anyway, um, that is that was weird for me to think about going backwards of Mm -hmm. like oh very goofy Kyle uh, again very I mean goofy hammy campy all those kind of words and the in the videos in my what I would make for YouTube all reflecting that and then kind of the shift of like the the word is pure yeah (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Uh, which made me sad. I was like, oh children, they, why can't they just stay? You and know, then,
1: and then after that it's tainted. You That's know? right.
0: <laughs> um so let's let's go to let's go to college now. Mm. You have a and we've we've done quick summaries of it, but yes. let's dive into your time um going to JBU, being a cinema student, mm-hmm. going through the classes and then the the change that occurred there. Um
1: yeah. And I, I love the classes. I loved, um, I really enjoyed a lot of the projects that we did, but, uh, I just, I've never been a school person and I'm, I'm not, I'm not good at school. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's I think motivation has a lot to do with it and I just couldn't, couldn't get any enjoyment out of it, but I never really minded the classroom itself. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, Learn. I love learning and I I like sitting in a classroom and and learning, especially if the topic is interesting. Mm -hmm. And so I loved all my cinema classes and I I actually did enjoy the projects for those. Um, But uh, I wasn't doing any artwork at that time, Mm. um, which was tough. But I was just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, it didn't seem worth putting the time to – you know get those skills back and all that stuff um because i didn't think of what i'd be using them for and again like i had now i would go back and be like dude you gotta just do it keep it up you know you like you're gonna be a lot better if you keep it up and also you're gonna enjoy doing it Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah and then i was um as a cinema major i was like you know what It'd be easy for me to switch to graphic design. Like I feel like that would be an an easier major, just because it's not the the project aren't as projects aren't as time consuming and involved, and I don't need other people necessarily. And I don't have to assemble a team, even though that was a really fun part of doing the projects, mm-hmm. um, and I have very fond memories of uh, you know the short film prelude. Oh yes, which you were involved in. A tour de force. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh and a few other things it was just really fun but i i realized i liked it a lot in a kind of goofing around kind of way Mm -hmm. i was like man this is stuff that i would do with friends and all that stuff which i had you know it was i was fortunate enough to only have people i enjoyed hanging out with work on on stuff with me um and so it just really felt like goofing around i was like i I don't feel like i'm i'm doing this seriously and um I was considering the graphic design path and then, like I've said before, I ended up getting a job offer for doing graphic design full time. And then this is what when I was debating not even going back to school and I was like, all right, I'll do it. And so um, that's when I started – doing that stuff. And so I did that for a while. And then I realized, wait, I don't want to do graphic design. <laughs> um, mm. I still enjoyed it, uh, as a, as an art form, as a creative thing. But, uh, I just like, I didn't, I didn't like doing it, um, on demand. Like it was a lot of social media stuff and I had to come up with stuff every day and it eventually became generic and mm. repetitive. And I was like, I'm, I'm getting no enjoyment out of this. Um, and then that led to me doing uh, photo assisting, photography studio, building sets and all that stuff. I started doing that once a, a friend a friend called me in to, to do that stuff. And then I ended up enjoying that enough to where I was like, I'll just do this. And then I looked over at the photo editing side of things. And I was like, man, I feel like I could do that. Um, and so I I talked to the supervisor and I was like, hey, if you ever need an extra person to do Photoshop work and edit these photos, I'll do it. And then, uh, he was like, okay. And then I started doing that and that's what I'm doing today. And I love
0: it. He loves it. Folks. Um,
1: it's, it's so good. I, I, I get so much enjoyment out of it. I think I'm good at it. Um, I, I get a lot of positive feedback. I, there's a lot of interaction with clients and all that stuff that I really enjoy. Um, I get to work with a lot of other talented people, art directors, stylists, and all that stuff, and just and photographers and seeing everyone work and their different methods. And it was just really eye-opening into the in a kind of behind-the-scenes way mm-hmm. for how studio photography is done. Um, but uh, I just, yeah, I, I love the work. Um, it, it comes pretty naturally. And again, I'll credit my parents for letting me have a computer all those years back and then Starting me out on Photoshop and, and and my uncle kind of showing me the ropes, and then just me tinkering around all these years to to where I am now. And so, I was able to to find a. It all led me to a skill that I think nowadays is is slightly less competitive than graphic design, mm. um, a little less saturated, I guess. Um, yeah, and that I can kind of market myself with. So,
0: yeah. I have I was, so many things to react to. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I was like, I didn't know where to stop, so I just was like, well, oh, I just have this one more, th- and then this
0: thing. Sometimes then- I start a sentence and I just don't know where, where to, it's going. No, <laughs> um, that no. Again, you're just doing exactly what we're talking about. You're yeah. walking us through everything, yeah. so it was wonderful. Um, well, first off, again, just like MVPs of this episode are a hope, and then B. Uh, Mr Mrs Bosley yes. and Mr. And mrs. Stuke. yes um, I agree. so thanks guys um mm-hmm. I'm crossing myself right now to show you how much respect I have <laughs> um so I want to go back really quick to yes. you with the uh, filmmaking uh it is kind of funny now just knowing you better mm-hmm. it's funny for me like your personality as a director yeah i'm like it sounds like something no would not want to do it doesn't work <laughs> um but like yeah we i mean i remember it being smooth in the sense that it was fun mm-hmm. it wasn't like we were sitting around not knowing what to do and right you were getting taken over by other people but i just mean like i think now like if you were like trying to make a short film happen you would not enjoy a lot of it like ah, i don't I don't it want would, to do this. Would, I think it
1: would depend on the reasons why I'm doing it, or you mm-hmm. know, um, if it was my, I, you know, I. The advantage of that particular project was that uh, you got to work on your own script. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a story that I liked, and I think other people involved liked it at the time. Now that I like think back on it and and rewatched it
0: recently, I was like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I forget. Did you write it or did someone else wrote write it? it? Okay, yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't say it. I was gonna, no, I'm just joking. Yeah. no, please. <laughs> no, I'm, I really am. I don't um, have anything to say about that. That is actually one I would like to
1: screen with you as well. Mm. We'll just have to gather everything we have, mm-hmm. um, and then watch it one of these nights. But, uh, um, yeah, again, I think I really enjoyed myself and I, I loved directing just as a hey, this is a fun thing um mm-hmm. i think as soon as it becomes work i might not enjoy it as much mm. um or if i have to work with people i don't particularly get along with yeah. and stuff like that you know everything that comes with being a director um and and i mean there wasn't really anything that went wrong other than it being super windy that day yeah it was very windy um papa was cold yes um Yeah, again, like once it becomes a job, then you you get to see all the all the negative stuff. And so, yeah, um, but I I always like doing it for fun.
0: My favorite was us doing the uh, was it just called the musician or was it called something else? It was, yeah, it was the musician. The musician, us doing that short film together. Have we talked about it on the show before? I've, I don't know. I was about to ask you that because I know we've talked about it a lot because you yes. and I just love it so much. I don't know if we've talked about it here. So forgive us, audience, if we have, but let's get into it All really right, quick. We're do it. Um, you, since it's <laughs> yours, you tell people what the premise or just tell well, us how it happened. Yes. Tell us everything. That's part of the and fun. And I'll chime in.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'm trying to remember – I don't remember what
0: the uh, the assignment prompt itself was. It was a title – basically a title sequence, like the opening to a film.
1: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so, it, it, yeah, it had to be something that would, uh, um, yeah, open up a film or or work with like as the opening credits or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, um, title sequence. I totally forgot. Anyway, um I'd put off this assignment for a really long time and we had ample time to do it as with any other project, but I I always procrastinate. And so, uh, this was, it was about 9. PM the day before (laughs) this, uh, short film is due. And I was like, Kyle, (laughs) do you want to act in a movie? I have like an idea of what to do, but. I don't have anyone to do it with and I can't just film myself acting. And you're like, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't remember what you were doing at the time, but you're like, sure, I'll do it. Um, And so we meet up in one of the uh, uh, common areas. um, And uh, I was like, okay, this this is my idea. You play this hitman who uh, poses as a musician and you carry this guitar case around and it's very mysterious. We don't know what's in the guitar case. Um, and so you're like, okay, cool. And so I gave you some of my clothes that I had. So you had like this jacket Mm -hmm. with a popped collar. You had, Oh yeah. I think you had gloves on. Oh
0: yeah. And And I had your pointy shoes too. Yes.
1: That's right. had these black boots. Um, you were black, black pants. And then you had, uh, these shades that you put on. Mm -hmm. And I think we did some pretty cool, like in terms of cinema language and stuff like that, there was some cool stuff.
0: Yeah, the transitions Um, and how the text came on.
1: Yeah, I remember...
0: Oh yeah. The sexy shot is that what you're
1: going to talk well, about. Well, so I the the text thing reminded me. I just put random
0: people's yeah, uh, it was actors like, names. Uh, Gary uh what's his name? Gary Oldman. Yeah.
1: And, and yeah, everyone. I, yeah. So so I would like during this whole sequence there's like actors names kind of coming on the screen and all that stuff. I totally forgot about that. Um but there was a shot where like you uh you're holding the the shades, the sunglasses and you're looking in the mirror and then um, the focus is on the the cameras behind you, over your shoulder, looking at you in the mirror. But the focus is on like the side of your face,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: as you pull the shades up and put them on over your eyes, the focus shifts to you in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that that uh, Sned our professor, really enjoyed. And so, yeah. like, it was really gratifying artistically to mm-hmm. to do that because. It ended up being not that much work because we did it all in maybe an hour or two. Yeah. Um. Just the filming. But there was one shot specifically after you're done like with all this preamble and you're right. making yourself. Gotta look for- good
0: before I kill someone. Really cool.
1: <laughs> um. And this was on a, in one of the bathrooms there with like a bunch of different stalls. And I was like, all right, I want a tracking shot of your boots walking all along the bathroom on your way out. And I was like, how am I going to do this? So I stole my roommate's longboard
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: put my camera on it and I put the longboard all the way at the end at the last stall and I had the camera facing out looking at your feet and then you start walking and I have this long string that's tied yeah. to the longboard yeah. <laughs> on the other at the other end of the stalls uh. and I'm just like pulling it and I'm like I really hope this lines up with your feet because I can't see what I'm doing. Yeah, I was
0: like, I don't know how fast to walk. (laughs) You
1: can see the longboard because it was on the other side of the stalls. And so you're just like, I'm just going to walk slowly, awkwardly, because you can't walk at a normal pace. (laughs) And so anyway, we ended up with the shot. And and the movie ended up looking pretty cool. And Mm -hmm. the song comes in right at that moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a song from the Django and Chain soundtrack.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: nice we, we, yes. we both got it yes
1: um and so anyway you it <laughs> your character goes walks around town mm-hmm. stops on a bridge smokes a fake cigarette yeah for about two puffs yeah <laughs> just just rolled up paper and i uh, had trouble lighting it i think I it know, was windy it was very windy <laughs> and it wouldn't light because it wasn't a cigarette yes and then you're like Flick it over the bridge, littering,
0: yeah. and then
1: oh. walk over and then you meet this guy in an alleyway, which is me in a hoodie.
0: Yeah, sketchy one. Because we
1: put the camera on the tripod. Yeah. And then um, you hand me the guitar case that you're carrying and we exchange something. Or maybe you just give me a guitar case. Phone numbers. That's right. Mm. Mm. Give each other a, a knowing look. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you give me a guitar case. And then you're walking off and the camera follows you and then as you're like at the end of the the alleyway, you look down at your phone and it like lights up your face mm-hmm. and then you press a button on your phone yeah. and then turn around and the camera goes back to me and I'm like sprawled out on the yeah, ground and the guitar case is open <laughs> and I'm just dead. And then you walk away and then it says the musician. That's right. And then it ends. What a story. And that was that was in the evening's work. And I edited it and then put the
0: song on it and then showed it the next day. It was wonderful. Yes. I'm so curious as to what was in that guitar case. I, I was always like, How did you die? I'm like, this, did poison puff out? Yeah. Did a snake pop out? Did a cat pop out? This is a very pulp
1: fiction like Marcellus Wallace thing. Yeah. Like it's better if we don't know what it is. And you can kinda. Fill it in yourself,
0: yeah. No, I love it. Yes. I remember being just so pleased with what I saw, and I'm, I think like that tracking shot, like people were like, ooh, yeah. like when they saw it, just because it was surprisingly smooth, yes. for being on a longboard pulled by a string at an <laughs> yeah. unknown uh speed, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I just from my perspective, I remember. Uh you we had briefly talked about doing it mm-hmm. like before that night. And I yeah. was like, Yeah, I'm game. Mm-hmm. And then I had never heard from you. And then yeah. I had like known that it was due the next day. And I was like, Oh man, that Noah, he he must have got someone else. And I was yeah. kinda disappointed. I was <laughs> like, Man, but then uh uh when when you text or called, I forget mm-hmm. what happened, uh pigeoned me. Um that's right. pigeoned me. Yeah. Um I was so excited because I didn't know you super well uh-huh, yet. Yeah,
1: this was towards the beginning. Yeah, yeah,
0: so I admit I had a little bit of a friendship crush. I was like, oh, I want to hang out with Noah more, <laughs> and so I was very excited to to get the call, and I was very excited to wear your clothing, and it a little bit shamed me. I was like, man, I really have no style. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't either.
1: Um, those were just. Items that happen to work for the shots. Yeah,
0: those shoes are so cool. I was like, hmm, this guy's pretty sweet. But I could just take these shoes and run, (laughs) like never come back. They're not good running shoes, though. You wouldn't make it far. No, it's it's, you'd find me like with a sprained ankle. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) I regret nothing. Uh, Well, I'm glad that we could go down that memory lane. And we should, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we should watch it again. I want to try to gather
1: everything. Yeah,
0: And I think I have a photo of you in the stall. I think I put that on Instagram way back then. Oh, really? So I'll try to, um, maybe I'll resurface it for our ominous account yes. for you guys with this episode, but Couldn't find it um, to again, go on my um, timeline of JBU again, just kind of noting the um, differences, <clears throat> how I grew and I, I'll try not to go over too much of what I've said before about this um, for people who have already heard, but um when I went to college again, that's kind of when I uh my material got a little bit darker. And mm-hmm. so again, I, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so I'm so angsty. And that's when I just started writing about uh pillaging and all things awful. Um but uh um, pillaging. Well, I was like raping and pillaging, and then I was like, I don't feel like saying raping. And then I was like, but yeah, it is just weird to say pillaging. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Anyway, and that's kind of when when the turn happened to where I was again thinking about it reflecting back so thank you hope because i think i know myself better now but mm-hmm. um i was like oh man a lot of my material was and not even the sense of necessarily being more graphic but i think like beforehand i had a hard time with unhappy ending mm. like it's not something i could like do it felt false it didn't feel like a kyle thing yeah and now it just started naturally happening i remember <laughs> a, now we can't not have yeah exactly now i fall <laughs> into a new rut um i remember us having to write uh like a short film for either intro to cinematography or no, sorry, intro to like cinema or cinematography. Mm-hmm. I forget, mm-hmm. but um, I wrote one that was like a, like a ghost story kind of where these two roommates get trapped in a nightmare and they're both being chased by this thing. Freddy. Um, yes. And he makes jokes. <laughs> and then he also wears a hockey mask and Different. he's scored no. by John Carpenter. No, and then a chestburster comes out. No. no, no. <laughs> so anyway, um, but they're both being pursued by this thing, and they keep trying to run away, but they can't escape this like one area, like they're stuck in it. And mm. so, anyway, uh, is, is that how you worked with a budget of only having? A yes, small yes area I, I tried to write it to what <laughs> I know Oh had. no,
1: they can't escape this one room that That's I have right. access to. I think
0: it's brilliant. <laughs> um. But basically, you discover that these two roommates are being haunted by a little girl that as children, they like accidentally pushed into a pond uh, oh. and she drowned and and they didn't tell anybody. And so now they're like adults and she's like haunting their dreams. And so anyway, the one roommate is like, oh, I remember now because he accepts her like he finally stops running from her mm. and then she like touches him and he has the flashback. Mm. So then their roommate is aggressive is like no screw her i'm not gonna like you know let her show me the way i don't know (laughs) what was happening and so anyway she like drowns him which i thought would have been a really cool visual in the dream she like plants her like palm on his mouth and then like water was gonna Uh, come and just like drown him on the spot and so anyway the roommate awakes and is like oh my god i think it was just a dream but then he's by the same lake That they were his kids Mm. and then his roommates floating in the lake (laughs) dead and that's how it ends. And I just remembered that again going through this and I was like, geez, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You're at JB. You're like, I'll make a splash with this sad ghost story. Oh, a buff splash. That's what it does. I think mean, it works. Um, <laughs> the most
1: meaningless blurb on the poster. This is a buff a splash. Buff splash. <laughs> Transformer six,
0: a buff splash.
1: You know, a splash by itself works better, but this is a buff splash. This is a,
0: this is a masculine strong <laughs> splash. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I think, I mean, again, like I'm not trying to say darker stuff is better than lighter stuff, not at all. But I think this was a turn for me in the sense that I was able to um, address things that beforehand I was a little scared to. Mm-hmm. I think like things were taboo for me, things were off limits. And I think that's still a good conversation to always have of like what's too far, or, you know, what's right for you, what can yeah. and can't you, you know, talk about. But I think for me in college, again, being more exposed to um, just the hardships of life, growing up, you know, certain difficulties, medical stuff. I think that reflected in my material. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I was willing to go places I wasn't before. Along with that, kind of how you transitioned out of um, filmmaker to more graphic design and then photo editing. And Mm -hmm. then we'll get to eventually, you know, more illustration. Yes. But – I, I'm thankful for college because that's when I um finally got the kind of writer identity. Mm. And again, I'll just quickly recap in case people haven't heard, but I really was frustrated with cinema because I just was um I, I discovered what we talked about earlier, there's so many different parts. And I wasn't really good at a lot of those parts. And it's not like again, people are offering you the ability to direct yeah. when you're a freshman. Yeah. And I was—I had just been used to having control my whole life mm-hmm. because I had made it with my family and friends and mm-hmm. they just did what I said. And yeah. now you're with a bunch of other people who have opinions and who are better than you some, most of the time. right? And, um, anyway, it really was screenwriting that provided a great avenue where I was like, oh, yes, like directing film is fun and still something I'm interested in. But like here's a medium where I can be God and mm-hmm. I don't have to. Worry about can I film this? Because I would get frustrated with that too. is like trying to having a vision and then yeah. not being able to meet it. Yeah, and you have to water yeah. it down to something that fits exactly. Yeah. You set a you set a film in one room because you yeah. know, or <laughs> right. like you shoot it and then like you're bummed out because stuff's in the background. And the wind ruined the yeah. sound, and then you yeah, can't yeah. show it. And so writing was so freeing because it's like it's all one and done. Script, mm-hmm. script writing, you know, it's not like people just read scripts. To like, uh, or purchase scripts, you know, like yeah. people do, it's all for the point of making a movie, but it still is like, oh, I, I can just tell stories. And mm-hmm. again, that's what I, I attribute to my parents and I'm thankful for because ever since I was little, like my dad would tell me stories before I'd go to bed and he would like customize them to like what I liked. Oh, that's cool. And so I remember having a friend over one time, not he was. I was like, dude, get ready for one of my dad's stories. It's going to rock your socks off. And so then my dad's like, all right, there were two monkeys. I'm like, see, there's two of us. There's two monkeys. He's like, one monkey was green. I was like, that's my favorite color. He's doing it. He's like, what's your favorite color? I think it was my friend Jacob. Like, what's your favorite color, Jacob? He's like, blue. And he's like, and the other monkey was blue. And I was like, oh. (laughs) How does he do it? (laughs) I was easily (laughs) impressed. And then my mom would read to me a lot. And so I think like, again, storytelling was secretly the key the whole time. Mm. Um, And so, um, and then kind of, it was freeing A to have that new identity because I felt like inauthentic as a filmmaker. I was like, I'm bad as a filmmaker. I'm not actually good. And I've been built up to be this my whole life. Oh, I was always referred to as the movie guy. Mm. And when you come to a school where you're no longer special, um, it's kind of, you know, just kind of flattened me. And so Mm -hmm. then to have like, Oh, I'm a writer. Yeah. And again, that can be pretentious, but it was helpful for me. Um, And the last thing I'll say before we transitioned out of school um, was, along with the just the harder life and you know writing dark material, it was encouraging to I had a, a class that again I continue to be very thankful for Theories of Counseling and my professor Kevin Simpson, shout out to him. I love mm-hmm. him. He's a great man. I only had him for two classes and there are two classes that Kyle Stuke had no business being in. Introduction uh-huh. well, the first one everyone had to take introduction to psychology. But then yeah theories of counseling. I just was like oh, this seems interesting. I need credits. Well. Uh, but I was introduced to existentialism, and then you know existentialism paired with Christianity, I thought was really cool, mm. um, and it just made sense to me at that time. When you're going through things that are hard, kind of looking at the universe as absurd, yeah. and needing to you know form your own meaning out of, and it was very helpful for me, um, in kind of being able to focus on the kind of stories I wanted to tell and mm. such. So, anyway, um. You take the the reins now, Noah. Okay. Um, do you want to make a horse noise or not? No. <laughs> Put that horse down. That horse needs to needs to go. It was a ghost horse. <laughs> also, I'm glad Kate's not here because I get to realize a lot of my what I say is about animals dying. Yeah, it's true. I'm sorry. I love animals. <laughs> um, sure. Uh,
1: so when I stopped doing graphic design for the marketing company and uh moved to the photography studio that was around the time that you and i reconnected oh yeah um and yeah you were the one that reached out and you're like hey man i'm back because you'd been in
0: was it really me that reached out yes go me
1: yeah i really really
0: thought it was you no
1: it was you um and you uh had just come back from Kansas City, I believe.
0: Where all the girls are pretty and mm. all the men are running from something trying to make a name for themselves. Please continue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you broke first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, we ended up getting some tacos. Mm-hmm.
2: Catching tacos up.
1: life. Yes. And um, catching up. And then you were like, yeah, I just had, like have the story and I don't know how I'm going to make it. And I was like, I have art skills that I'm wanting to recover um, and get back into, but I don't know what to channel them into. Mm -hmm. And we were like, wait, did you No, Wait, no, you said, Uh, 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 wait, what if uh, 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 comic 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 books, books? sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Um, that was adorable. Yes. And uh, that's how, exactly how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, "Oh my gosh, let's make a comic together." <laughs> and uh, and that was it. And then I was so and I am still so thankful because I got to. Use my artwork again, which it had been many years um, since they had – my skills had kind of dried out. Yeah. Um, And so it was uh, very liberating to have something to do and kind of have the pressure off of me that I didn't have to come up with the ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I was creating something that at least one other person was going to (laughs) enjoy. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And so it was just like – yeah, it was just really freeing um and and just gratifying to get back into it.
0: So walk me through because um again, I, I kinda I know from that story having experienced and now rehearing it that um you know you had been kind of wanting to get into doing that comic yes. books. Talk me through the transition of uh, you know, getting into um, photo editing and stuff. Yeah. And how did you feel that, that drive come back? Because like you said, you you start out very young doing that. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of transitioned away into filmmaking and then filmmaking to graphic yeah. design. Yeah. So how did that manifest in your soul, the desire for comics again? What did that look like?
1: Honestly, I don't know. Um. well, crap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Next
1: one. Uh, no. Uh, I think I, I I think I stopped reading comics for a while and that kind of lined up with me stop stopping my artwork for okay. a while um, and then I started getting back into them around the time that you and I met up again and then that I was really you know hot for comics oh. uh, and uh really feeling inspired and, and motivated so I think it just kind of lined up really well um, but I I think yeah it Yeah, it was funny kind of coming full circle, rediscovering my first love um, and just being like, man, I would love to do this for a living Um, or at least do this a lot. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I think I I got back into comics around that time and discovered a lot of new ones that I'd missed out on um, in the time that I wasn't reading them uh and really getting into graphic novels and trying to find out okay what are some you know critically acclaimed graphic novels and stuff like that that i that i have missed out on and mm-hmm. that i need to get around to reading and so um yeah i think i was just feeling really motivated at the time just because it was fresh yeah um and uh yeah
0: talk me through also um you have been very helpful to me in the editing of my stuff. Like I mean, again, you draw Gimme to the ways, but mm. you also look over the scripts and, mm-hmm. you know, talk dialogue mm-hmm. and even story stuff. What is that like for you? Where do you think that comes from? Because obviously again, you're interested in cinema, um, filmmaking. You directed yeah. and we've talked before about ideas you've had for like comics or shows. So mm-hmm. you're creative in like um in the sense of the word, like creating things like Beyond just drawing, which again is creating, but in terms of ideas, in terms mm. of concepts, and so I'm curious for you, like you've even suggested ideas for giving away, like, oh, well, what if this girl was like this way, or like, why did she do that? So, um, is, is is that something that is in your head a lot? I'm, I guess, I'm just curious where uh, or what you think about that part of your creativity, like the storytelling aspect. Um. I don't know. And honestly, that's a pretty
1: recent thing. Hmm. Um, I, I, I want to say it started in college, but I feel like it even may have started after that where I was like, Oh, I really enjoy doing these things. I love, uh, editing in the you know literary sense yeah. and like I, I love reading over people's things and, and giving suggestions and uh or you know get getting inspired by it and stuff like that um and i'd never really analyzed that part of myself until recently mm. um and like looking back i'm like there were times that i enjoyed like you know writing papers in school and stuff like that when i enjoyed the topic yeah um but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I realized, I think I, I tried my hand at writing a few times, just creative writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I'm very good at it. And, uh, but I realized I really enjoy reading other people's things. And I think I'm much better at, uh, kind of breaking things down that have been written by someone else, which is a silly thing to say. Cause like, oh yeah, well, obviously anyone can, can do that. Um, but I found out that that's something that I can do, and i'm I'm okay at it mm-hmm. um or at least uh, trying to find logic and things and and connections and stuff like that and meaning mm-hmm. um and so uh and i i I think i that that came um to my attention after college, and I realized, oh, this is something I really enjoy, so I actively started seeking out things to proofread and stuff like that yeah. um. And so Julia would have me read some of her stuff for school, um, even just for you know grammar. Um, that's yeah. that I feel like that's a skill I've always had. I, I've usually had good grammar and and spelling, um, and uh, I think that's how it started. Just doing that, and I was like, well, I'm now I'm looking at structure. And, and, you know, repetition. I'm like, well, you, you know, I feel like you've used this word and what's a different way of saying this. Mm-hmm. And then it developed into, well, what is the this saying overall? And then all these things. And so when you came around with your stories, I was like, oh, this is delicious. I'm going <gasps> to kind of pull this apart. And you were immediately like, you made it clear that you were very receptive um, mm-hmm. to different ideas and, and lines of thought. Um, and you weren't confrontational or, or defensive, or if, if you did feel, you know, strongly about something, you were like, well, this is why I feel this way. Um, and we've had minor fights.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> no, even call them fights. No, they but... were, they really weren't. Um, I mean, they're, they're disagreements. Yes. disagreements or lack of community, not lack of failure to communicate. <laughs> yes. But...
1: Um, and so, uh, but anyway, that, that's something that, yeah, I, I really do enjoy now.
0: Mm. I was gonna say I disagree with you where you say anyone can do it in terms of breaking something down because I think and I, I well I'm just being technical. Yeah. Because I think like it takes skill to be able to look at someone's thing and go, I know what they're going for, I understand the piece, mm. and I'm able to I understand structure. And what this needs, because like anyone can react. Well, that's <clears throat> I think that's, that's what, what I, I was. Yes, uh,
1: <clears throat> um, and I meant like at, most people are going to be better at um, analyzing something than they are at making it themselves. Sure. Um, so that was just like that's why I felt silly saying it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but yeah. But I affirm you further because I think it. Like it's it's it. it yeah, it's, it's easier to respond than to, to create. Yes. But uh, it does take some skill to respond well mm. and to help someone out as opposed to just being like, I don't know why I don't like it mm. or I like it. Like we always talk about like, I would rather hear, you know, what someone doesn't doesn't work for someone in something than just be like, I like it because I'm suspicious then. Yes. I'm like, I need more. I need you to react. And so… Um well that that's funny yeah i and I think that's a good way of of putting it.
1: I think eventually I figured out that I could um find a way to discover why I didn't like something mm. um, why I felt a certain way about something, why I liked it, why you know um uh, why it worked for me uh, or it didn't uh and uh yeah i I think that was kind of the beginning of of that journey. I was like, oh man, I really enjoy finding that out about myself. Um and uh it it made a lot of things more enjoyable and a lot of things less enjoyable. And we were just talking about this. We're like, I feel like there are a lot of movies this year that people went crazy over that, yeah. that were just didn't hit the mark for us. Mm-hmm. Um and in a very entitled way, we're like, I wish that I could <laughs> yeah, I know. bring myself down to the level. I of wish the I pe- could
0: be an idiot. <laughs> so I could enjoy these <laughs> things,
1: which is really not the case. Um, But even at, like after I found all that out, then over time I was like, but you know what? I've also realized that it's okay to enjoy things just for the sake of them being enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I didn't always have to ha- have a reason why I needed to, or I was enjoying something. Yeah. Um. And if, if I knew the reasons why the thing wasn't good, it was still okay to enjoy it, yeah. you know, and then eventually you just get more comfortable with yourself. But um. yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: Nice. Well, thanks for answering my questions with that. Yeah,
1: thank you. Happy to know
0: you more. Long-winded. No, no, no. I reject it. This is a little bit of a longer episode. So if you're still here, thank you. (laughs) I got more to say, but then we'll we'll get out of here in a little bit. But um, just well, if it's just gonna be you, I'm just gonna. I can. You just want to go. You just want to get out of here. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Go home. All right, bye. You can keep. Just shut the door. (laughs) Don't lock me out. Um, but uh recognize and this pairs this ties to give me to the waves um just again and thinking about my own journey something that changed for me so there was that that shift in college then of like okay like um willingness to engage with darker material material that's the tone there that i talked about earlier material material right. i've also been drinking no <laughs> um but then I think getting out of college, there was kind of like that reset button. Whenever I eventually I went home, Kansas City, uh, where all the girls are pretty, you know the rest. Um, and then eventually it was like, okay, I can't be here anymore. I need to get out on my own, and so I moved to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. And so that when I was when I was first in Fayetteville, I knew my sister and a couple people, but it was mainly just me. I had a new roommate. Shout out to Josh. That's how I met beautiful Josh, who mm-hmm. does our music. Um, He's a great man. I affirm him. He's in. He's doing school and work right now. He's crazy busy, and I'm just proud of him because mm. it's a lot to balance. So, Josh, this is for you, baby. Yeah. Um, but it was a hard time, and I think, again, my sister helped kind of liberate my soul a little bit by introducing me to poetry, which I think I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. But that kind of marks a uh, the beginning of what would be— and I, I don't like calling these things brand, but I think it's— and probably more just like what I'm passionate about or like what's consistent in my writing is gaining that, you know, affinity for um, honesty, rawness, and authenticity. Mm. And um, being okay with being vulnerable if it kind of makes you look bad or yeah. like just because it's really personal. Mm-hmm. And so I think that being able to have that outlet of poetry of like, oh, I can just write like what I'm feeling but also kind of have it be artistic. Like there's some skill in how I say it, or I can use imagery or, you know, I can make it kind of funny or I can have it be written as a letter, you know, like that really was helpful, um, as a concept, which is just funny. Cause as you grow older, I think like one of the funniest things is just discovering things and being like, Oh my gosh, like, why didn't I know that this was a thing earlier? Mm. Like, it's dumb to me that, uh, I don't know how old I would have been, I guess 22, like a 22 year old was like, Oh wait, I can write poetry. Like, it's just (laughs) like, dude, yes. I I don't know. Anyway. Mm. um, And so that became things that I was very passionate about and uh, started pursuing. And that's the same thing with Gimme to the Waves is Gimme to Waves had existed beforehand, but through writing poetry and then continuing to work on it more with you, it was like, Oh, this is what makes it different because Gimme to the Waves is, very much a culmination of lots of different things that we're interested in Mm -hmm. and different types of stories, stories that have been told before. Um, I still think it's unique, but at the end of the day, what I think draws us both to it a lot is the very real and raw exploration of what it means to be human and Mm -hmm. how it's like weird and confusing and hard and uh, beautiful, but then simultaneously sad, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think being willing then to be like, this is hard, and I'm going to be very just um, transparent about that Yeah, um, was important to me and uh, something that I would never have done before because I would have been scared. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of cool. And so, again, thank you, Hope, and a new drinking game for this episode every time we thank Hope or our <laughs> parents. But, um, like, even now thinking about it, I'm like, in Koolichino, there I was holding back still. Mm. Like I was, like I was just funny because I would get messages like, "I can't believe you said that," or like, "Wow, it's so raw," or like, "It's too intimate. I can't," That's funny. you know. And then I'm just like, "Well, there's new books, even more." And I just like, <laughs> I'm having stories that I'm gonna release now that beforehand I wouldn't have because mm. they're all like, "It's too, it's too honest. It's too, it puts me too much in a bad light." Even if you have that um separation of well it's uh it's a it's a persona poem so it's not me it's like right. well it's coming from me so at the end of the day people are like well this is kyle yeah to some extent you yes. know yes um but i think that it's kind of cool to see how that journey um has happened and how i've changed through that um to where it's not like just trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy it's not just waiting in sadness it's more of a and i'm still young so it'll be cool to see how it changes even more as i get older and experience more but i like to think it's a little bit more well-rounded of there's both mm. there and they both occur simultaneously all the time it's it's here it's there it's all over the place it's buff it's buff, splash. I mean. <laughs> if someone just started listening they're like is he drunk what (laughs) is happening Yeah, my tongue did anyway um, and so the last thing that I think we'll just end on is it's been cool in terms of the creative journey how we express ourselves obviously there's the medium of the comics that we're working on Mm -hmm. but then to get to us forming ominous media together and being like over something yeah. That's a different that's been a different kind of um journey and it's been fun to like think through like well what who are we and mm-hmm. what kind of stuff do we want to make and mm-hmm. how do we engage with Instagram and social and like yeah basically like what kind of stuff do you want to make and how do you want to present ourselves. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, one slightly backtracking but one of the things I was thinking about uh about us kind of both coming to this conclusion of, oh, we should make a comic together mm-hmm. was that all of those things that had bothered us about filmmaking, like budget um, and just like time, like scheduling stuff and all of these things that that made a, a script kind of have to be uh, chained in some way or, yeah. or kind of uh, uh, pulled back. Reined in. <laughs> uh, all of those things kind of were gone. Obviously, there's still like the amount of effort and time lots that were like, now we can just do the story that you want to do
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, without really – I mean the the constraints are my artistic skills, which only go so far, but it mm-hmm. was like kind of freeing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, To be like, oh, this is not – this is no longer like a college short film. Like we can expand on it. Um, so that was really fun. Especially because I um you had kind of talked to me through the you know, the process of making your thing, and then afterwards I ended up watching it when it came out mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and then made like a couple of posters for mm-hmm. for the Give Me to the Waves film and all oh, stuff. Yeah. And it was really fun to watch. Um uh, you know, after
0: Were you at the screening, by the way, or did you watch it later? I watched
1: it afterwards. Um, I think you had sent me a link to it. Nice. Um, And uh, it was just really fun. And then I I realized, oh, I I know that Kyle wants like he – I remember you telling me about so much around it Mm -hmm. and then what you ended up being able to make. Which was really good and really fun, but it was like I know that there's so much beyond this that that you're itching to to write about, mm-hmm. um, and so that was a just kind of a really cool thing to to come together on, um, and both be equally excited about. Oh yeah, because uh, that's super rare to find someone who's, uh exactly complementary and skills and equally excited about something that you're working on. Um, and so, yeah, that was a good thing.
0: It's super rare. Um, and I complain a lot about the lack of certain things I have in my life. Like, mm. why don't I have a pony still waiting on that? Yeah. Uh, since age eight. That's right. But it is, uh, you know, for us not, you know, having millions of dollars or being able to do Speak art full yourself. time. Oh, oh. what? What? <laughs> you want I've, to share buddy? I said, said too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is really cool, yeah, to find that artistic partner who you work well with. And again, like I think that ties back into what have we talked a lot about before of like, well, it's not that every second's perfect to where we gel every si- single second mm-hmm. and are always 100% jazzed. Yeah you know but the fact that it's like we're still here after 2 3 years something like that yeah um is really cool and yeah like i feel the same way about like being able to finally meet the scope of the vision mm-hmm. because yeah uh it was it was kind of like man well all right well i got woods and yeah i got my two you know, kill their cannibals, and I, I can only do so much with that. But then it'd yeah. be like, this is really like a Wizard of Oz type story, uh-huh. like going to a brand new land. Uh huh. It's got all these cool things, crazy creatures, crazy you know, eclectic cast of not, characters. Not being in Kansas anymore. That's right. You know, Toto and, tornadoes, uh, uh, um, other monkeys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh and so it was really sweet to be like hey this character is like a dark version of uh Mickey Mouse and he's wearing like a theater slash circus guy performer suit <laughs> and draw that and you're like yeah. okay and you know yeah. I mean? like this guy's a mannequin who's possessed by a demon he's an assassin and he has this kind of gun and you're just like okay like there's no like what's my budget yes which can be dangerous um, no, just like <laughs> you get into the,
1: the George Lucas trap of like, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. Nothing is a bad idea. Yes. Um, but, uh, because, and I, I think it, we have the advantage of still being restrained in terms of like, uh, okay, we, we only have so much time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it did kind of unlock the, the, the true scope of the story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think that's the case for a lot of just, uh, and again, this, this traces back to just partnership and collaboration in general, but, uh, for a lot of professional relationships like that, um, if you're you know, a photographer and you can find a photo editor, hire me, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, or if you're a, a, a writer and you find someone to, to edit your stuff while you're working on other things, you know, like, or, you know, while you're working on the next chapter of that thing. Um, it just like, it really unlocks either, if not just time, you know, it just frees you up to do other things, but it, beyond that, you know, it can also increase possibilities and, and kind of um, help your creativity grow and stuff like that. So
0: Yeah. And I'm thankful now for, you know, this show us being able to talk to other people and get other perspectives. And even you and I just, you know, choosing certain topics and then having topics like this suggested where we get to again, re- remember things that we had forgotten and yeah. think about. And so um, I think just in summary, like it's, it's super cool, all the different things that have happened for us, and it's cool how it's led us to where we are now. And it'll be really exciting to see the stuff that we make in the future, either together, individually, or with other people. Like, it's just, it's kind of exciting because I, yeah. for me, I'm just like, it can only really go up. Like, I don't, well, that's how I think.
1: Don't don't jinx
0: it. <laughs> not jinxing. I'm not talking about like in terms of success, but just like. We've just done so much. Yes, it's no, weird obviously. To think about. Like, and and we can't. Um, Don't obviously me. Oh, obviously you. Bad horse. Bad bus. <laughs> splash it. horse. It. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah.
1: Whatever happens going forward, we we've done what we've done, um, and mm-hmm. it was, and we saw that it was good. <laughs> we are the golden <laughs> god. Um, and, uh, and even if it's not that good, we had a good time.
0: That's right. So. That's what the moaners at the cave said. Anyway,
1: uh, <laughs> do you have anything else? No, I'm done yeah, time may, my- I, I may have gotten shot in the butt with
0: a BB gun, <laughs> but I had a good time. Is is that code or is that no. – Oh. Yeah. That's a callback. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, I I I'm done. Are you done? I don't want to I'm, cut you no, off. No, I'm I'm I was done. Long as the Lord ago. said it is finished. I've All been, these biblical references I've been allowed tonight, to talk for longer than I should have. So. Again, I'm gonna keep rejecting it as that. you keep saying mm-hmm. I not I don't resent it. Reject I reject it. it. Be present. Anyway, um listener, if you've made it this far, oh, thank you. Uh, it is uh and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we we've been we've been shorter on our topic discussion episodes recently, so mm-hmm. um uh, for those of you who wanted a long one, there you go. And those who didn't, you're already gone. So suck a butt. Anyway, Hope, <laughs> thank you again for um, recommending this. Oh, let me take a shot real quick. Okay. Um, and uh, was it whiskey or what did you have? It was whiskey. Okay, nice. Um, so yeah, thank you for suggesting it. It was really fun to talk about. Hopefully it was fun to listen to or parts of it were fun to listen to. Um, and to other listeners, yeah, feel free to just send us stuff that you'd like to hear us talk about. Where can you do that? I'll tell you You can, like Noah said, do that on our, um, ominous Instagram. It's just ominous underscore media on Instagram. Feel free just to send us a message or comment on one of our posts. Love to hear from you. Um, you can also engage with Noah and I individually. We like talking with people, um, and just kind of showing our lives and all that fun stuff. Um, we have new episodes every Tuesday. Um, so please check, usually check in around noon or again, you just follow our Instagram and you'll know when it's up. Um, I, I would like to
1: add as well. I don't think oh. we mentioned this, but, um, for people who already follow the page, they already know this, but if you're ever wanting to introduce the show to a friend, um, um, but it's daunting to get into these hour long episodes and they already have all their other podcasts that they like, and they don't want to, you know, break the flow. They can just go to our page and listen to little 30 second snippets of each episode. And that might be a good way to, you know, get a taste of it and see if there's something that they might enjoy. Uh, There's a lot more obviously around those 30 seconds that happens and it might be the, not be the best representation of that episode, but it's moments that we like.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: and so that might be a good way to introduce people as well.
0: That's a great note. Um, yeah, usually it's, it's our favorite moment. So just funniness. It could be uh, an
1: inside joke that you don't get unless you listen to the whole episode, but
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so check that out if you're on the fence or if you I mean, if you're, if you hear this, you're yeah, not. Yeah, I, I was going to say, but for other people, uh, yeah. they're like, I'm still on the fence after an hour and, you know, 38 minutes slash probably 40 with music. I don't know. Anyway, listeners, you're beautiful. We love you. Thank you for listening. And, uh, hope, we hope to have an interview next week. So look forward to that. Noah, I look forward to you every mm-hmm. time I get to hang out with you. I wish you a wonderful weekend. Same, thank you. And um, I say we we uh, you know get out of this episode making horse noises at the same time. All right, you ready? Yeah, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs>